Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Right now I have a legend <laughs> sitting right next to me. Somebody that I, uh, I look up to um, for many different reasons. I did get to read that book that you gave me. Uh, that was about two years ago, maybe. Yes, yes. Mr. K. Malou, thank you so much for uh, taking uh, the invitation to sit down and have a conversation with me. It's, it's been my pleasure, brother. No, thank I appreciate you so much. You, man. Thank you so much. So tell me about you, man. Like, where do you come from? Like, from when upbringings? Yeah, yeah. You know, I grew up with a blue collar family. My dad climbed telephone poles. My mom was a bank teller. Okay. You know, they basically said, you know, go to college and make a living and, you know, and get you a job. And yeah, get a job. And, you know, I, I was one of those struggling kids, fourth grade. I really couldn't read, um, wow. had to do all that remedial stuff. So I didn't really have a lot of confidence in myself. And the one thing that really helped me move forward was sports. You know, I was always really good in sports and I eventually became an all-state athlete in high school. Wow! And then when I got to college, I, you know, I for some reason I became the not the smartest tool in the shed again, and I created the six-year plan. Got it. And it wasn't until I put that gridiron experience and connected it with the education was I really able to start applying myself. And then I felt I was behind, so I went on and you know got a couple advanced degrees and you know and went into the construction industry. You know, and then one day I got done building this 30-story tower in New York City. And I was looking out at the World Trade Center and I was six figures in debt. I just had twins and I was like, I got to do something else. And that's well, and when I stepped into real estate. Uh, that was this... in 1996, around okay. 1996. And I opened up KJV Development in 1997, graduated college in 1985, right. high school 79, give you a little chronology. Right. So 1996 is when I had this epiphany, you know, I really need to do something to get into real estate. You know, to... So you were in the construction business? Yes. Working construction. Yes. And this is when you see the the uh, the building, and you said, "Hmm, what am I doing with my life? Why, why am I not the one? Why aren't I building it for myself? Right, I just built yourself. a hundred million dollar building for Bruce Ratner, who right. owned the New Jersey Nets. Wow. But here I couldn't build anything for myself. I just had twins. I was good at creating debt. I had about a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. And that's when I I said I got to get into real estate. And since I knew building, my first project was a $10 million project that I built. Because what kept me up late at night was, wow, if I could build a $10 million project for myself, I could pay myself a 5% development fee, 8% general right. conditions, that's another 800, right. 3 to 5% CM fee. So I could pay myself 1.6 before ownership, take maybe a small piece. I didn't have a lot of equity when I got started. And that's how I, that's how I did it. How do, you, how do you learn that? How do you structure <laughs> that deal? You know, the funny thing is I learned it as I went, and that's really what the modern wealth building formula turned into. You know, it was basically a, a private syndication, right. you know, an LLC, brought in 20 people, right. asked them to give me money, you know, ask and you shall receive. The next thing you know, I had $1.6 million, and I was applying for a loan with the New Jersey EDA, and they gave me $1.7 million. Next thing you know, I had a $17 million loan, and I was building 113 bed assisted living. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, well. And the best uh, part, I was paying myself $27,000 a month too. Absolutely. Development now, your, your, your life yeah. changed. Uh, yeah, your debts went away, uh, or at least the $100,000 that you owed. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you were doing something you already know, you already knew how to do, which was build buildings. But now this time around, you're doing it for yourself. 
Yeah, and I think that applies for a lot of people because everybody has a, a, a superpower, whether they're a clerk, you know, it's all really comes down to dealing with people, you know, right. and at that moment in life, I thought it was all like 95% technical, 5% people. It was really 95% people, 5% technical. You know, the people can show you what to do, you know, provided you're not giving everybody a hard time and, you know, you ask for help, you'd be surprised right. what people do to help you, you know. How long did it take you to build that building? It took 13 months. We 13 cut the months. ribbon. Yep. And once you were done with it, what was the next the next thing for you? Like, did you say, "Huh, I'm gonna go do this again"? Or, or? yeah, you know, I wasn't quite sure because you know, I was all of a sudden I realized I was in the assisted living business. With that money, I actually invested in a waterfront property, which was a multi-unit residential, and that's when this, their stories really became interesting because. I had invested all the money. It was going to be about a $20 million development of 100 units. And I went to Hawaii to celebrate, and it happened to be 9-1-1. The view was the World Trade Center. It was in Staten Island, wow. right on the water. You take the Staten Island Ferry over to the World Trade Center. And the view disappeared, and my, my investment disappeared. So wow. in 2001, that was the first time I lost it. And uh, you know we recovered, and we just kept going. But that was what I had planned to do. During that time, you know, I, I kept doing the construction, and shortly thereafter, you know, I jumped back in and I did do another healthcare project. We developed a geriatrics facility, which dug me more into the assisted living, elderly care space. And that's when I realized, you know, what I was moving in the wrong direction, and I pivoted at that point and then got into a transit village development where I did over 50 condo units in a hotel, and then I was kind of out of the assisted living business where I was relying on myself to pay the rent. And right. if you're in the real estate business, you don't want to be relying on yourself to pay the rent. Right. You want to be collecting rent from others, you know? Correct. So we had to kind of figure that out and, you know, not knowing real estate and exit strategies and all that kind of stuff, I kind of got myself stuck in something that I didn't see as a real future for me, you know? So let's talk about that 9-11 that uh, period, right? Yes. Um, so you're, you're in plans to build something in front of the World Trade Center. Right? It was actually in Staten Island, looking out at it, the World Trade Center, it was an existing 10-story building in a gated community, okay. which we were going to convert into 100 units. We had bought the property, and I went to Hawaii to celebrate, and that just happened to be 911. Okay. All right. So 911 happened. What's going through your mind? You know, the first thing that went through my mind, because it was the middle of the night, I was awoken. Um, about four o'clock in the morning with a guy I had played golf with the day before. We were at a Tony Robbins event. We had an afternoon free. And I was telling him how I had done a summer internship for the Port Authority and I worked in the World Trade Center on the 51st floor and I was so proud of it. And you know, we became buddies and he, the phone rings at four o'clock in the morning. He's like, the World Trade Center just collapsed. I was like, what are you talking about? I turn on the TV and I see the towers go down. And the first thought in my mind was, you know, what's happening at the office? My, my best friend was probably at his desk who worked for Cantor Fitzgerald. And, um, you know, that I, I basically started making phone calls and you know, I couldn't get in touch with anybody. It was total chaos. Come to find out my office, which had a view of the World Trade Center in Jersey City. You know, the girls were just vomiting, getting sick. It was a, one of the most horrible times. My best friend had died. And um, I was stranded in Hawaii and, you know, we were kind of like just following marching orders from Tony Robbins. Like we woke up that morning, we were all in a in a in a room and he, he separated us by states and New York and New Jersey and the metropolitan area. We're all in this room and 
and everybody was crying hysterical because the oh. one woman that was there was the fiance for Mr. Ludwig, who was the CEO of Cantor Fitzgerald. And it was a tough time that day, you know? He played, he played his voice over the radio saying, hey, Ann, you know, I'm gonna miss you. You know, the towers are gonna go down any minute. Wow. And um, it was a day that I just remember singing Amazing Grace. And the next day I walked on 45 feet of fire. The next day I climbed a 50 foot telephone pole. I was 246 pounds on that day. I stuck a stake in the ground. I wrote 188, 34 inch waist on a piece of paper. And about a year later, I hit that. Today I weigh 168, unlimited You're energy. In freaking phenomenal shape. I mean, I feel great, man. Yeah. And this, this was the, 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 the stake that I planted 20 years ago. I continued to find micro distinctions. I, to this day, I remember Tony, you know, continuous and never ending improvement. Like your feelings are based on what you focus on. Don't think about the tower. Like I didn't watch the tower for 10 years on TV. Like I just wouldn't watch it. And um, you know, I just created, I just created whatever I wanted after that because wow. there was not gonna, nothing stopping me. So, man, this is, this is mind blowing, number one. Well, thank you. Uh, especially something that's so close to you. Yeah. Uh, that is no longer there. How did Tony handle the yeah. group those three days, because this is something, I was in the military at the time, by the way. Mm. I was just going through boot camp, and I remember being there. I just joined the military, mm. I don't know, a few months before, and I'm like, whatever they tell me to do, I'm going to do it, like, yeah. uh, you know. But how did Tony handle that yeah. group of people that yeah. are going through this thing? It, it was so amazing, because, I, you know, I, I realized to this day, as we sit and speak, as I almost come to tears, you know, I was guided to that location. I, I was, you know, I was brought through this event, and there was three thousand of us, and you know we were stuck. So the first reaction was everybody wanted to get on a plane, but you know the U.S. shut the planes down, and and that day General Schwarzkopf was supposed to fly into the island, and he couldn't come, but he got on the TV and spoke to us, and then John Gray came on TV, and then um, Al Gore. And all these people that were supposed to show up at Life Mastery still showed up for us. And we were stuck in Hawaii. And I remember that day, you know, Tony had all 3,000 of us hold hands and we sang Amazing Grace. Wow. And, um, you know, he told us we were all together and we were going to change the world when we went back because we were there for a reason. And he literally programmed us over the next like five days. Like we walked on fire, we climbed telephone poles. Um, we, we, we gathered as team like, like nothing ever before. He, he segregated, as I, I mentioned earlier, in, into like different states. So the Metropolitan team was probably about 300 of us. You know, some of those people are my friends till today. Right. You know, in that room, uh, Scott Rankin, who, you know, you know, literally went back and started feeding the homeless in the middle of downtown Philadelphia. You know, we'd pull a van up in the middle of Philadelphia and just start feeding people. Because when we were on that island, we had this, this day called Contribution Day. And uh, I remember that day when we got back, there was a video he played where we were in groups of 75 and there was about 30 groups wow. of them. And we went to these different locations and my group, we painted a hotel in one day. And you could see the video of us painting a hotel and then another video goes to a hospital of 75 people helping the homeless. And then it goes to another location and we're doing something else. And that contribution day was put into a film and when all 3,000 of us got back, and watch that after what occurred at the Trade Center. We were like, we were gonna conquer the world because contribution is like one of the most powerful things that you can do. And when you pay it forward like that, at that level, 
like there's no fulfillment like you ever get wow. in your entire life. Wow. I don't mean to be like choked up. No, like, no, no, no. But man, you, man, you hit man, a nerve man. today. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> um, you see, I, I don't know that if, that I would have known that if we didn't do this right now. Yeah. Uh, and I feel so close to you right now. It's, 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 it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, my son's in the Marines. You know, he's a U.S. intelligence Marine <laughs> officer. And, you know, you know, and coming from the city and swimming with sharks and dealing with gangsters and, and knowing about the corruption and what happens in the government and my son's top secret, you know, so not that I know anything, yeah. you know, but I know a few things and, and it's scary. Right. You know, and, um, so, you know, all okay, I can do is try to make another day. Let's take it back, right? Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know that you could have been in a better place where you were during that time with I thank God every day a group of people like that and led by Tony Robbins which is yeah. like um, he, he remembers me to this day every time I see him I was in that front row of life mastery and when I like the last time I saw him you know he actually brought me backstage put his arm around me because I I, I held I said I wrote the book and he remembered me when I was 246 wow. you know and uh, you know that's what that guy did to a lot of people you know and I was you know, and, and then today I get to say, as a result of that day, you know, this year I've been asked to be on national TV and I'm going to be creating a documentary called Real Estate Today, Keys to Investing. Wow. And that's going to go out to 60 million households. Wow. And, uh, you know, that's what it was all for. You know, the, I, I tease because my overnight success only took 33 years, 256 days, 17 yes. hours and 13 minutes, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> so what happened to the project that you had? The... The, 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 the Bay the, Street the, landing, we ended up losing. Okay. And, um, you know, that was the first time I lost it. And, you know, the funny thing was my mentor told me I was going to lose it twice and I was going to make all my money between 55 and 60. You know, and then in 2008, um, I was at the top of the world. I just finished developing 240 Park Avenue. Tom Brady and Giselle came and looked at the penthouse. They were in my office. I wow. shook hands with Tom Brady. And literally... Lehman Brothers was my partner on three deals, and, and we lost $300 million that day. Wow. And I was ready to jump off a building, and fortunately I did not. Wow. And um, it just made me stronger because that was the second time I lost it. And then I made most of my money from 58 to 60. Wow. And now we're developing over 100 acres nationwide, and you know, we finally have a, you know, an enterprise where we, you know, we enable people to take their lives to the next level. And it's just, you know, we're, wow. we're, we could pay it forward now. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, like you, um, I don't know if I lost it twice already, but I know I lost at least, yeah, I would say twice. Uh, but the first time wasn't that much. Uh, but the second time, uh, that it was a lot. Uh, at least for me, because it was all I had, you know. Yeah. Um, and in 2017, I went through an ordeal where I lost more than $15 million. Um, and um, but but I had already been in the military, so I was poor before. Mm. I, I was rich, and then going back to being poor, it, it was being poor financially because I was rich mentally. Yes. Um, was not that big of a deal for me. Yeah. So you know, maybe not so much for my wife. Yeah. Because. Uh, you know, we sold our house. We had to readjust everything we had, you know. Uh, yeah. Got a, a pickup truck uh, repoed and, <laughs> you, you know, those kind of things. And, and, and I, I talk about that openly because 
so many people talk about their successes, but they don't really talk about their, their when, when they lost. Yeah. And I don't call it failure because we just found another way yeah. of how not another continue approach. that route. Yeah. We have to pivot. Um, but I can relate some, to so many things that you're saying, and, and I'm so happy you opened up uh, mm. in, 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 this, in this interview. Because, man, I've been, like I said, I've been trying to do it for a couple of days with you now. Yeah, yeah. You, are, you were on my list. <laughs> good, Before good. I came to Tampa, I had a few people that I wanted to interview, but you were the number one. Oh, thank you. And, thank and, you. and the reason why, Ken, is because I remember when we had that conversation at the bar yeah. a couple of years ago. Yes. And I was doing events, and I was going to bring you to one of my events, and yeah. I felt like we hadn't reconnected yeah, we like hadn't. we did that one day, right? Yes. And, and you gave me the book. Mm. And man, I took that book and I went and read it. So many of the things that you, you just talked about are in your book. Um, but this is for everybody watching this, guys. Um, that's how the journey of someone in this business goes. Yes. When you think you have it all, <laughs> Some unexpected thing happens, yeah. it goes away. And then you pivot and rebuild it again, surrounding yourself with the right people. Yes. I mean, what are you doing today? You're surrounding yourself with the right people. Yes. And even though you're enjoying success, and, and now you get a story to share with many yes. about your ups and downs, um, you continuously grow because, you know, now that you have a support, like, because I find this as my support now. Yes. If I have a question, I'm like, okay, Ken can help me on this, or Matt can help me on that, or this other guy, can, you know. Yeah. And for many years, I was on my own. I, I didn't, I didn't participate in masterminds and, yeah. and, and networking events and all that. But um, man, I'm so honored that you took the no. invitation, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for. Yeah, and I mean, I think you hit a nail on the head. You know, and I, I call it proximity is power. Yeah. Right, and, and I realized why I got stuck in the metropolitan area <laughs> because it's a proximity is power. But the, what I learned is that you could take that power and stretch it throughout the country, right? And that's I'm trying to make people realize that you could create proximity is power anywhere. We're here in Florida today, right? Yeah, it's about the it's about the mentorship, it's about building those masterminds, like minded people, and just you know, paying it forward, you know, building ecosystems, merging superpowers. How can people get in contact with you? KenVanLu.com is my website. KenVanLu.com. You know, pretty much you find out about my 11 millionaire secrets there and you Send can set up an appointment with me, you know. Do you have a, do you have a YouTube channel? Or? I do, YouTube channel. We have, uh, we're almost up to 1,000 subscribers. We're putting daily content. Awesome. TikTok, we're up to about 25,000. Oh, wow. Instagram, 10,000. So finally getting some traction. and. Stay tuned for the Dennis Quaid show, and we're ready to go. I know how hard it is, man, because <laughs> I've been going in that journey as well. So anyhow, guys, don't forget about uh, the Real Estate Entrepreneurs events taking place in June 24th, 25th in Texas. I don't have a city yet, but I will by the end of this week. Don't forget to hit share, like, and subscribe. Go find Ken. Send him a message. Tell him, hey, man, I want you to mentor me. This guy is, 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 is amazing, um, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.